Today's video is brought to you by HelloFresh, Tushy, and ExpressVPN. You know who's looked really good lately? It's, it's Scott. It's Spoops. Spoops has looked truly grand. Yeah. He's looking more and more Fred and less Scooby every day, you know? Oh. Because yeah. Fred's supposed to be the handsome one. That's the joke. Supposed to be. Yeah. I think Velma's the pretty one, but you know, I think that's just like the trend is that like people are supposed to think Velma is now the best looking one. Is that the trend? That's like Daphne's whole thing. I think she's the popular girl. Then, then you've got like the girl who like takes her glasses off and everybody's like, whoa, you've been here the whole time? Her hair falls down at the same time. <laughs> right. What? Anyway, Scott, these have been our Scooby-Doo hot takes. Get it? Ha! I don't. Hot. Hot. <laughs> <laughs> I got there, I got there. Hot. Hey, brother, and welcome everyone to another edition of Jonathan versus Benjamin, where today we are taking on the hardest Harry Potter Halloween quiz. Let's do it. Right out of the gate here, yeah. Halloween, kind of a big occasion. In Harry Potter? In the Harry Potter world. Things happen. Things happen. Yeah. Notably. Notably. We'll see if we can remember them. I know. <laughs> it's like, it's tough because there are feasts. There are feasts. And things tend to happen around feasts. It's like a good, like, point in the story where they're like, all right, time for something to happen again. Right, exactly. Yeah. But Halloween in the wizarding world seems different from Halloween here. Well, they don't go like trick-or-treating at Hogwarts, if that's what you mean. They should, though, shouldn't yeah, they? They don't dress up in costume. Can you imagine wow. all the teachers having like just like a cauldron full of treats that they like passed out? I mean, McGonagall has that tin of ginger newts. I'm always like, man, I really want a ginger newt. What is a ginger newt? I, I think it's I, just a gingerbread cookie shaped like a newt, is my guess. That's what I assume. Interesting. I never assumed that the actual like nudiness, like meant like the the small salamander-esque lizard. Oh. I never, I never. That's exact. or else it's like ginger candy that's like walking around in the shape of a newt. Is this like wine gums? Where it's like, we thought they were corks. Oh, oh like yeah. Like wine oh, gums wait. or like gumdrops. Do, do people in Europe just eat ginger newts? This isn't a wizard thing? Anyway. How do we play the game? In case you're new to the J versus Ben format, this is how it is going to work. Our younger brother, Tyler, is over there. He's waving. You can't see him. Is going to be reading us the 10 questions off of today's quiz, plus a bonus quiz master question from one of our patrons. Now, Ben and I have to answer all the questions just from memory. But if we agree that neither of us has any clue, we can get the multiple choice from Tyler, and then who knows what's going to happen. Also, if you want to play along with us, we will put a link down to the quiz itself uh, in the description below so you can see if you can beat us, which probably. Maybe. Maybe. It's on. All right, question one. What was Harry eating when Professor Quirrell ran into the Halloween feast shouting about a troll? Well, now that seems impossible if you ask me. Um, I can only... I can only guess, but I bet you're guessing the same thing. Maybe. Maybe. Ready? Three, two, one. Treacle tart. Ah, oh, pumpkin pasty. Ah. Both wrong. Ah. It was a baked potato. <laughs> that is the most unwizarding thing I've ever heard. That is, it's like, was what it wrapped in tin why foil? Is <laughs> why is that on this quiz? It was made by elves. <laughs> oh my gosh. A baked potato? Treacle tart's like his favorite thing. I know, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. why I went for it. I know, I get that, I get that, yeah. yeah. Um, he has to eat it sometimes or else why even say it's his favorite thing? I just assumed like Halloween feast. Yeah. It seemed like towards the end of the feast, mm. maybe. And he was eating his pumpkin flavored dessert. Dessert. Yeah. 
That's what I, that was my thought process. Well, I'm kind of furious about this big potato <laughs> business, yeah, to yeah. be frank with you. I am also upset. I, I didn't write the quiz, okay? I, I'm sorry. You know what, though? You're the messenger. You're the <laughs> one person we can yell at. Yeah. You know what they say? Shoot the messenger. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, that's not what they say. Mm-hmm. Question two. In Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, what does Peeves drop just outside Filch's office to get Harry out of trouble? This is at the suggestion of nearly headless Nick. Hmm. Oh. And this is trivia that I knew. Ha-ha! Really? Yeah, it's probably the first one in like four quizzes. Okay, hang on, hang on, hang on. Yeah. Well, I knew the potato thing, but... <laughs> <laughs> Most people know the potato thing. Right. If I can't even think of the name of the ward at St. Mungo's now. James Thicky Ward. There better <laughs> not be. Dare you bring it up. Ready? Yeah. Three, two, one. The Vanishing Cabinet. The Vanishing Cabinet. The Vanishing Cabinet yeah. is correct. What's, what's set up? Years in advance. They're like, oh yeah, it's broken. Yeah. It's the same thing. It's that Vanishing Cabinet that we keep and in then, the school. Yeah. How did it get into the room of requirement? It must have been working before that point. So how did no one realize they were connected? Like that's the instance that breaks it. Maybe we should really go deep into that. Yeah, we'll end up in Morgan and Burks. Yay! Question three. At the death day party for Sir Nicholas de Mimsy Porpington in Chamber of Secrets, we discover the date of nearly headless Nick's death. What was it? The year is is the challenge here. The year. Well, I mean, you need the day also. Okay, so that seems like the way you said that. (laughs) But the year, I think, is the question here. Although now that I've given you that, I can't give you the multiple choice if you need it. All right, three, two, one. October 31st, 1492. Same. Ha ha. In 1492, Sir Nicholas de Mimsy Porpington died. (laughs) That's the rhyme. (laughs) That's how it goes. Everyone knows it. Baked potatoes and the significance of 1492. That's what people know. You know, there is like a potato famine joke there too. <laughs> uh, somewhere. If we tried somewhere. Enough, uh, let me think. Question four. In Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, what does Lupin show to Harry in his office on Halloween Day? Mm. Mm. Bar of chocolate? That sounds it's like Lupin. <laughs> this is how Americans do trick-or-treating. Yeah. Here's a bar of chocolate. It helps. <laughs> Eat it. It helps. Lupin's secret ambition in life was to open a candy store. Honestly, it fills me with a fair bit of joy. Yeah. Almond joy. <laughs> oh, is there man. an L word for chocolate? That would be a good, a good alliterative name. Lupin's locklets. <laughs> <laughs> locklets. They're like candy lockets. Yeah, right? made of chocolate. Made of chocolate. Exactly. You can wear them in the event of a Dementor attack, and then all you have to do is just chomp your chomp your chain, so to speak. Yeah. <laughs> but it surprises me he doesn't tell Harry to just like keep chocolate on him at all times. Yeah. Yeah. It does actually feel like one of those things that like a a good wizard would maybe just always have on them. It's chocolate. Just chocolate. Yeah. Like in like one emergency. of your like one of the pockets of your cloak. Yeah. Has chocolate in it. Mm-hmm. You want a lot of pockets in those cloaks. Yeah. Pockets. All right. Three, two, one. A kappa. I said hinky punks. Mm. The correct answer is a kappa. Is a grindy low in a tank. Oh, oh a grindy low. That's a grindy low. Man. Can you believe it? I was because I, I I actually mm. can because I was getting caught up on. It's like one of the questions that Lupin asks him. It's like, what was in my office the first time you came? And yeah. it was. I and for I was getting grindy lows confused with hinky punks. But I actually would have had that. I feel like when. Harry goes into the lake, he has to deal with the Grindy Lows, and they don't have, like, the problem isn't their fingers, which is what he describes to Harry in the classroom. He's like, you see the fingers, very strong, but very brittle. A kappa would seem like a rather large thing to have just chilling in your office, right? 
You think Kelpie? No, I'm not thinking of Kelpie. What am I thinking of? I'm thinking of the thing that looked like Groot. Oh, yeah. That's what I was thinking. Like, like sits like, in a bathtub? Cast sits, iron bathtub? Right. I don't know. It's a big tank. I don't know how big it is. Big, I'm talking like hundreds of gallons. No! Yes! Are we thinking of the same thing? In Fantastic Beasts at the Circus. It's in a bathtub. It's in a bathtub. It and could you, have been smaller. A, a smaller kappa or a smaller bathtub? Both. It could have been like a big, I was thinking like a big cylindrical tank. Like a bacta tank? I don't know. From Star from Wars. Star Wars. That's what Luke's in. Exactly. Shaped like this. Great for storing jellyfish. You want to know why? There's no edges. That is correct! Yes! Look at you go! Point for Jay. All right. He can, he, can have, <laughs> he can have an honorary Ben point. They're not useful in uh, the Jay versus Ben format, but they can be exchanged for high fives at a later date. Oh, okay. I'll but catch that in next time. But not today. Question five. What does Hermione ask Hagrid just before the Goblet of Fire chooses the four champions on Halloween in book four? Okay. Let me think. Let me swirl my brain memories around. Swirling. 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 I've zeroed in. I just can't remember the actual thing. Man. It's like when you were taking a test and you could like picture the page that the answer was on and even like the part of the page where the trivia was from. Right. I'm trying to think of like what would be happening with Hagrid during this particular period of time that it would be relevant that Hermione would ask him a question. Oh my gosh, this is good. I mean, I'm so... I would, I would go multiple mad. choice. I'm so... Uh, I'm... Uh, uh, I feel like it's there. I feel like it's there, and I don't know if I've got it. I'm like, I feel like I'm on the right track. Oh, man. Let's just do it. Let's just do it. All right, all right. You can see what I wrote already, people, so we'll see if I was right. Okay. Is it A, to please stop showing monsters in Care of Magical Creek creatures b how buckbeak is doing c to join spew or d what three tasks in the triwizard tournament tournament will be well i was way 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 off so i'm glad we did this i have an answer okay ready yeah three two one spew i also said spew the answer is c totally was on the completely wrong track. I thought this was when she was like, when Haggard had done his hair or like had like put on the aftershave and she was like, is that? Like she says it's like an offensive smell and he's like, it's aftershave or whatever. Oh no. And he goes and like washes off. Cause I was like, it's before the feast. So he's getting, he's trying to impress Madame Maxime. But what does she ask him? Is it? What? Like, what does Hermione think the aftershave smells like? Oh. Do you remember? I don't remember. I, I wrote That's down. a good trivia question though. That is. Okay, well, good to know. Question six. What does Hermione think the aftershave smells like? <laughs> <laughs> and now for the Patreon Quizmaster question of the game. This question was submitted by Becky. To get your question in the quiz, go to patreon.com slash supercarlinbrothers and select the Quizmaster tier. I love the Becky. The deadpanning <laughs> of the Becky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't Becky the bird from Finding Dory? Yes. Nailed it. Yeah. So I'm imagining the bird from Finding Dory. Okay. Yeah. Question. Where did the fat lady hide when Sirius got into the castle? Ah, malarkey. I would go multiple choice because I feel like I'll know it when I hear it. But uh, okay, yeah, I would go multiple I choice. Think. I I think that I people would have seen what I, what my what my initial thinking was. So maybe maybe I'm maybe I'm on or maybe I'm dead off. Is it a in a map of Argyllshire on the second floor? B in a map of Buckinghamshire on the third floor? C in a map of Yorkshire on the fourth floor? Or D in a map of Wiltshire on the seventh floor? The fact that the portraits can hide in maps 
is really messing with my brain. How would that work? This is, it feels like the the floor is irrelevant since the other four are different anyway. It does feel that way. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you remembered it via the floor. Well, and that could have been like one of those things where you like, technically you could have been more specific than me. Sure. If you had I known. See. Yeah. And that would have been like a determining factor. I see. Well, I've got my answer. It was it was like on the the tip of my brain and I'll explain it after. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Three, two, one. I said Argyllshire. I also said map of Argyllshire. Argyllshire is the correct answer. Yay! I was like, is it like, I, I like went to my placeholder for this thing. I was like, it's a map of quilt pattern. Mm. And I was like, what is the name of said pattern? More of a sock pattern. Well, yes. Yeah, that's, I don't know why I think of it as a quilting pattern, but. Socks Argyle. And Argyle. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whether or not it makes sense, that's the placeholder in my brain. Right. And I was like, map of quilt pattern. Oh, I don't know. Do you think that like when, when traveling, from portrait to portrait, like, do they maintain their um, scale? Uh, or do you think by hiding in a map, should like, be able to hide as a speck? I see. You know? I see. Because map I, is usually a I would uh, imagine they would change of... to the perspective of the map. Okay. Yeah, like you would you would become smaller. So you would not you, like- if the, map, if the painting was like from further away. Okay, so let's just say hypothetically, if you're this big in your frame, right? Yeah. And then you transfer over to something where it's like, it's like, you know, this is a map, obviously, yeah. because of the, mm -hmm. like, would you be like that big? Yeah, I think so. Okay. But I also think if it's like a big portrait of you and then you go into like a, a painting where people are sitting at a table several feet away, you become the size of the people sitting several feet away. And I don't, I would imagine you cannot change your like, you can't go this way in paintings. Like you can't walk closer to the frame. You're stuck on your plane of existence. Oh. That's how I think about it. Paintings are interesting in general because- you should make a whole video about that. You should, how do paintings work? Yeah. Okay, question six. What did Fred and George Weasley threaten Zachariah Smith with in the hogshead in the Order of the Phoenix? Man, I don't know. Zachariah Smith, these are such specific questions. They are. You got it? No. Excellent. For me. Let's go for it. Three, two, one. I said a long metal tool from a Zonko's bag. Yeah, that feels more <coughs> right than feed to the Whomping Willow. Ah. The correct answer is to clean out his ears with a Zonko's product. Yeah, I'll give that to you. Yeah. I will give that point to Because they Jay. pull it. They Ding! don't say what they just like have like they pull a device out of a bag. And they're like, well, I don't mind where we stick this. How do you remember this stuff? <laughs> well, because this one, I'm always like, what'd they pull out? And they never say, which is why it's like a mystery unto itself. Like, what was the item? What was the item? But see, this is like where the unknown is sometimes better than the known. Yeah. It's better to never reveal. Right. Like, well, this is, yeah, oh, this would, as, as long as we're like on Halloween themes. Yeah. I genuinely, this would be my hard stance on things is that if you're gonna have like a creepy thing that's like scaring the people at the cabin or bed and breakfast the whole time, don't ever show us what it is. Oh. Don't ever show us. It's right. better to not it's know. It's like magic. It's like magic. It's like you, you, you think you wanna know how the trick was done, but as soon as you do, it's no fun. It's no fun. Yeah. So like, have you ever seen the movie It? No. Okay, well, you know the clown, right? Sure. In the gutters. Yeah. And they keep luring kids and the kids disappear. And the whole time it's like, whoa, creepy. And it's like clowns kind of creepy also. And then at the end, it's like giant alien spider. Right. And it's like, well, 
<laughs> but I'm not like, but I'm not actually worried about a giant alien spider luring me into a sewer. But I would be worried about this clown whose motivations I have no idea about and mm. why they're in a sewer grate. Cause you could, could you just imagine like walking down the street, shining your flashlight while you're like walking your dog, and there's just like a clown staring at you. Not great. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to imagine the unexplained. You the know, unexplained. That's yeah. what's scary. Yeah. There's like a direct relationship, broadly speaking, between like low budget horror films and their quality because like. The low-budget horror film, you can't make a giant spider monster. Mm. So they're oftentimes a lot better because the creators of the film are not, like, tempted to include it because they cannot possibly. Because they can't do it. Yeah. I like it. I see. That's why also, like, low-budget films and people getting started in filmmaking start with horror because to evoke that emotion is so inexpensive. It's also why Jaws is really good. Not a very halloween movie, though. It's a good Shark Week movie. My second favorite holiday. <laughs> Actually, dude, do you mind if I run to the bathroom real quick? But in the middle of the game? Listen, dude, I don't call nature, it calls me. I'll be right back. All right. Well, see ya. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm gonna be right back, okay? Hey, check it out, we're recording. Welcome to the unexpectedly long walk to the Super Carl and Brothers bathroom brought to you by Tushy. Guys, can you believe that like for years in this country, people have been wiping instead of washing? Like, it's not like bidets haven't previously been like, you know, available to us, but they're just like hideously expensive. Seriously, like thousands of dollars, but that's actually where hellotushy.com can help. Clean your butt with a precise stream of fresh water for just $79. That's a screaming deal. Where is he? And it's simple too. It requires no electricity or additional plumbing and attaches to your existing toilet. And it cuts down on toilet paper usage too, by 80%. I think he just walked past again. Plus, it comes with a 60-day risk-free guarantee and a 12-month warranty. I told you this bathroom is so far away. He took the long way. That's it. He took the long way. I know it. I know it. He always does this. Well, I hope the trap door falls on him. I mean, seriously guys, you don't get in the shower and pat yourselves clean with dry paper. So why do it in the bathroom? And we made it. Guys, if you want to check out hellotushy.com and get 10% off yourself, you can do so by going to hellotushy.com slash J versus B. Again, that is 10% off by going to hellotushy.com slash J versus B. Hellotushy.com slash J versus B. Thanks for being along for the ride. I am back. What's that? Did you do one of the ad reads without me? Dude, do not act like you didn't do the Express VPN ad, which this video is also brought to you by without me while I was gone. I did not do the Express VPN ad. So you mean to tell me that you haven't already told them that a VPN protects your privacy and security online? No, I haven't. Nor did I even tell them that you can use Express VPN to like watch shows that you can't watch in America. Like this past weekend, I used it to watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine, which is only available in Canada. So I logged into that server and binged the whole thing with a nice tall glass of maple syrup. Maple syrup's a nice touch. It was good, yeah. Oh, and let me guess, you also didn't tell them that it's not just Netflix, but it works on any other streaming service like Hulu or YouTube or BBC Player? Yeah, no, I didn't. And I didn't tell them that it works on like smartphones or media consoles or Apple TV or more. Okay, okay, okay. But did you tell them it's not just Canada, that you can pour a tall glass of maple syrup and go to like almost a hundred other countries as well? No, of course I didn't also not say that, Ben, because I also didn't tell them about the special offer 
where you can get three months of ExpressVPN for free by going to expressvpn.com slash jverseb. That's expressvpn.com slash jverseb, three months free. It rhymes, expressvpn.com slash jverseb, three months free, link in the description. I didn't tell him. Okay, well, as long as you didn't say any of that, would you actually mind doing the HelloFresh one because I didn't actually go to the bathroom before and I could probably go do that now. You didn't go to the bathroom well, last you know, time? I don't call nature, it calls me. Today's video is also brought to you by HelloFresh. Now guys, maybe you can tell I take Jaybird's Ben very seriously. I put a lot of prep work into it. I reread chapters. You never know when something new is gonna crop up and that last little detail is what's gonna get you the win. I've been known to do a few stretches to get the old brain juices flowing, but most importantly, I fuel up with America's number one meal kit. HelloFresh. Honestly guys, I have three kids at home and this is a huge game changer. HelloFresh delivers high quality ingredients so that we can make meals that are delicious and nutritious and pre-portioned so I can fuel up and win trivia games like it's my job. It is your job. Oh my God, go to the bathroom. That's true, it is my job though, but it's a job that takes a lot of time because I don't like to admit this, but Ben is getting a little bit better at these quizzes, which means I have to study for a little bit longer if I want to keep winning, which is why I appreciate that HelloFresh helps helps me save time when it comes to planning and shopping and cooking. I mean, these meals are ready in 30 minutes or less. Plus, it helps you eat more sustainably because all the meals are pre-portioned. So you're not buying like an entire bottle's worth of ingredients when you only need a tablespoon. So it's great for your wallet and the planet. This week, Beth and I tried out the crispy buffalo spice chicken and OMG, we loved it. We are definitely gonna be reordering this one and it was even really great for Luke. If you too want to chow down on some crispy buffalo spice chicken, you can head over to Hello fresh.com slash jverseb80 and use code jverseb80 to get $80 off across five boxes and free shipping on your first box. Again, that is hellofresh.com slash jverseb80. Use promo code jverseb80 for $80 off across five boxes and free shipping on your first box. Link is in the description down below. <clears throat> that is way better. Let's do this thing. Oh, we're, sorry, what are we doing? The quiz? Oh, right. Oh, look, I'm winning. What? Let's go. Question seven. True or false? <clears throat> the nearly headless Nick shares his death day with Lily and James Potter. Not the year, of course. All right. Ready? Yeah. Three, two, one. True. 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 Yay. Nice. What are the odds? What are the odds? Question eight. In Half-Blood Prince, what spell does Harry discover the morning of their first trip to Hogsmeade, thanks to the help of his potions book? Ready? Yeah. Three, two, one. Levicorpus. Levicorpus. Levicorpus is correct. Yes. Oh, man. All right. Oh, Excellent. Good. All right. There's not that many spells he even learns from it. Right. Right, right. Yeah. Sectum Sempra. That's the big one. Question nine. What was opened at Hogwarts on Halloween 1992? This is just a year's question. This is a year's yeah. question. Three, two, one. The Chamber of Secrets. The Chamber of Secrets. The Chamber of Secrets is correct. Ba Boom. It would have been really funny if it was like an ice cream bar. They don't talk about it much. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been great. Free sprinkles. Gilderoy Lockhart fan club. The years of the Harry Potter books, like when they take place, is always like a little bit, like it can throw you off a little bit. It it can throw you off, but the easy way to remember it is that 1991 is first year. Yes. So the it corresponds very right. nicely, as right. long as you haven't gone into the new year yet. Right. But I get like when did when did Deathly Hallows come out? Like as a as a book for us oh. to read, like in like 2007. Something. Yeah, something like that. Was Which, it, wasn't it like seven seven seven? Was it seven seven seven? It could be. But the the question for me would almost be like, yeah, it, would, it would be odd for me to be like, oh yeah, like this, the battle at the end of this takes place in 1998. Right. Like, what an obscure time. Yeah. 
So, yeah. Anyway. The, the release dates start to get well ahead of the... Right. Right. Final question of the quiz. On Halloween night, 1991, what spell did Harry use on the troll to knock it out? This is a poorly worded question. I mean, is this like a trick question? I can't answer anything about the question. Uh, I mean, you know, you know what I'm talking about. I, I reckon. I, I, I feel like I do. Oh, let's just turn. We'll, okay. we'll discuss. Three, two, one. Wingardium Leviosa is used by Ron to knock out the troll. Yes. So uh, in Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone or the Philosopher's Stone or whatever, both the book and the movie, Harry does not cast any spells. It is implied that he tries Wingardium Leviosa in class, but he never like it's never written that he says it. Uh, so the correct answer to this question is Harry did not knock out the troll. Right. Which is stupid. Uh, so I'm going to give you both a point because yeah, I, was gonna say, I was like, I'm pretty sure Ron does it because Harry sticks his wand up the troll's nose. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I completely agree. I think that basically what it came down to is just like, this is the spell that knocked out the troll. So it's like, it's, unless they're trying to be like, Harry didn't do it. Unless that's like yeah, the that, trick question. Yeah. So the, the, that is the trick question. Oh, the correct answer is literally D. He didn't knock out the troll. Oh, That's, well, okay. Well, so you need to see the multiple choice to even be aware. You would have to be aware that, yeah. yeah. So, but I still feel like I would argue to my teacher if I was asked this question in class, mm -hmm. I'd be like, okay, but like you asked which spell. They would argue they're not, the question isn't about the spell. The question is about who knocked out the troll. And I would say, listen, Miss Davis, I yeah. disagree with you. Yeah. On the whole. On the whole. And then anyway. the class would cheer. You still wouldn't get the point. <laughs> I still would not get the point. Except some people would have caught the trick and they'd be like, no, Ben, you're wrong. No. Disagreed. Yeah. Disagreed? Nobody would have caught the trick. If it was, here, here's what it would be for me is that if I was given this question on an exam and it was a multiple choice, you would know because the multiple choice answer was there. Right. If it was a short answer response, yeah. then I would have written that Wingardium Leviosa is the spell used to knock out the troll cast by Ron. I feel like this is the sort of question where I would have like literally raised my hand and asked the teacher and be like, it was Ron, so is this, did you get this wrong? But see, like once the idea that a question could be unfair is introduced into the test taking procedure, yeah. then my ability to take any question seriously would have gone clean out the window. Trust issues. I would have trust issues, yeah. serious trust issues. And then I would get all sorts of questions wrong and be like, well, I thought you were trying to trick me again on every single question. Every question. Tyler, who won? Jay. Yes. <sighs> Victory for me. That was momentous. Hey, you guys got all the same questions wrong, but you got one right that Ben didn't get. Amazing. I even picked the topic for this one. Yeah, that was the one. Do you get to pick it again now? Is that how this is going to keep working? Maybe. Okay. Guys, what should I pick next? I actually Maybe debated on going with uh, shell-dwelling cichlids from Lake Tanganyika. Wow. I feel like it has to at least be in the fandoms. I don't know. Who's to say it isn't? <laughs> you know, all them cichlid theories we have here on this channel. Tons. <laughs> Tons. Ah, oh, multifasciatus is still my favorite. Ugh, right? Frontosa? That's a fish. It's not a shell dweller, though. No. Big forehead. Big forehead, yeah. Guys, as always, thank you so much for tuning in. Be sure to like this video and subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Also, for our question of the day, it's Halloween time of year. What are you going to be this year? Also, and be have a very strong opinion about this, what is the best Halloween candy? Leave your thoughts in the towel section down below. Wait, what is the best Halloween candy? 
Probably Snickers, I think. No, it's probably Reese's. I, probably. I, I feel like Reese's or Kit Kats. Oh, it's definitely not going to be Kit Kats. Not it's Kit Kats? It's going to be Reese's or Snickers. Kit Kats are delicious. Yeah. That's, that's like the gold when you get that. That's trade power. Tra oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. That's what we used to always do. We would just like lay all of our candy out and we would like trade with one mm -hmm. another. Candy economics, man. It's, it's a real thing. Yeah. Anyway. Study up. If you'd like to uh, see more Harry Potter content from us, you can check out this video to find out why Quirrell didn't just kill Fluffy during the Philosopher's Stone he had all year. Or if you want to hear more of Tyler's voice, you can check out his podcast, Bacon and Eggs, a Movies Lovers podcast, by clicking right here. But until next time, bye! bye.